Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. I'm so honored that you were able to find time in your busy day to carve out for me and carve out for our guests today. Today we're going to be talking about the organic food industry. And yes, I'm still talking franchising, folks, though don't think you tuned into the wrong show. So today I, uh, want, we're going to be sharing some of that information with you. But I recently read an article that, that said today the organic food industry is one of the most robust markets out there and one that's poised to continue to uh, continued explosions of growth. Uh, it is estimated to be a $70 billion industry in less than five years in the U.S. And today we're going to be talking about that with Megan and Nick Pepitone with the Clean Juice franchise. Megan and, and Nick both are area developers for Clean Juice franchise across Texas and Louisiana. Clean Juice is a nutrition and wellness franchise, not just a juice bar. So help me in welcoming Megan and Nick to the show. Hey, guys, welcome to the show today. Hey, Linda, thanks for having us on. How are you doing today? Uh, doing well, doing well, and I'm really excited to have you guys on the show because this is a really unique uh, franchise, and I think the timing of it is just so perfect. So before we get started on that, tell me a little bit about your background and what drew you to the Clean Juice franchise. Yeah, no, absolutely. Appreciate the question. And, you know, Linda, it's kind of funny. You know, Megan and I, we both come from a corporate sales business development background. Actually, Megan is still in her career and extremely successful in the healthcare industry. But, you know, back in 2018, um, was frustrated with, with some of the things that I saw in the corporate world. Um, wanted to, you know, ultimately own my own business, but didn't have that grandiose business idea as a lot of, you know, now, you know, people who are looking at franchising might be thinking or, or those franchise partners thought at that time as well. And, um, you know, for us, it was actually when Megan was pregnant with our uh, youngest daughter, Mia, um, she was craving a juice one day. And, you know, I, I thought nothing of it, but when she came back an hour and a half later, it just uh, racked my brain how there couldn't be a more convenient option um, for us here in our given area. And so, you know, we, we started doing a lot of research in that space, as you mentioned, some of the, the growing trends in our industry and happened to stumble upon clean juice. And it was something that, um, you know, we felt personally very strong about in the lifestyle that we try to live, but also the fact from a business standpoint, there was a clear differentiator 
between clean juice and its competition. And on, on once we started talking with the home office team, we we knew they were the right people for us. And um, now three and a half years later, here we are. Mm-hmm. And so, Megan, when you had that craving, as many pregnant women have, have that craving. Um, at what point did you say, you know, I think that there are probably others out there for look, looking for um, better options? And were you right on board when, with Nick in, from the beginning? Um, I I'm sorry, Megan. I'm sorry, Megan. I can't hear you. No, not at all. Linda, I apologize. Megan's having a little okay. technical difficulties, but what what she was walking through was, um, you know, it. She was on board, and actually, you know, I can say this now. Megan has always been kind of the leader in our household when it came to health and wellness, and you know, mm-hmm. paying attention to what we were putting into our bodies, and so. Um, you know, sometimes I come up with crazy ideas. Um, this was maybe one of the first times when uh, the light bulb also went off in her head. And um, so that was, you know, it, it was helpful for for me, um, you know, walking through and looking at the business opportunity, knowing that I had not only, you know, my partner who was on board, but also, you know, the target demographic that we would ultimately going after saw value and opportunity in it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that uh, I think maybe some of the listeners are familiar with is there are smoothie franchises out there. You know, there are options out there, mm-hmm. but this is very different, isn't it? And tell us a little bit how different this is because um, I've visited those from time to time, and I felt like mm-hmm. I, I probably should have just gone and gotten a milkshake. It was not much different than that, right? Yeah, and, and, and I think it's a couple different ways. It's obviously from a educational and nutritional standpoint, but it's also in, you know, what types of food options there are. And, and so that's kind of the area that I'll start. You know, obviously with juice being in our name, um, you know, that's our bread and butter. But we also have a uh, a product and a brand in which, you know, anyone, whether they're looking for a snack all the way to a full-blown meal can come in and enjoy something that's good for them, whether that's a, a juice, a smoothie, one of our salads. We're actually launching uh, sandwiches coming up here in October that we're extremely excited about after a successful pilot. Um, so it's, number one, it's it's not just a juice and smoothie bar, um, but then also, as you mentioned, you know, I think, um, you know, society as a whole is, is just becoming more aware of what we put into our bodies, whether it be from a food, uh, cosmetics, whatever that might be. And with clean juice, you know, one, one of the big things with us is we're certified organic by the USDA. And, you know, I, I remember walking in, literally the only thing um, that is not included on our menus that we put into our products is ice, um, which unfortunately there's there's not a lot of places that – that can make that claim. So, um, you know, I I never want to discourage folks from, you know, making those healthier decisions by going to some of um, those places that you mentioned, but it's, it's more so an educational opportunity to just walk them through, um, you know, those steps. And, And that's really where I think our humongous opportunity is as we continue to see a runway of growth is 
just continuing to educate our communities and really show them, you know, what that difference in the product can do for, for themselves and their families. Mm-hmm. You know, folks, if you're listening to this recording, um, it is September the 21st of 2021. And I, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, but I, I would have to think that the pandemic that we just went through and are in at some point, I don't know where we are with this pandemic thing, yeah. but has yeah. it elevated um, the attention of being healthier and making better choices. Have you seen that impact clean juice? A hundred percent, Linda. And it's, you know, obviously I, I want to be mindful that, you know, over the past 18 or some odd months, there are, you know, things unfortunately, you know, in, have happened. And, and I want to, don't want to discount that, but specifically within clean juice, we have seen an acceleration within our business because of the fact that, you know, we already had a very, very solid base of regular customers who were, you know, it was a part of their daily routine to come into clean juice, but now we've added in some of those guests who may not have heard of us, may may not have mm-hmm. come in to try something, but because they're, you know, looking to boost their immune system and looking to add whole fruits and vegetables into their diets to, you know, boost their, their vitamin intake, um, you know, there's really no better way to consume it than drink it, uh, number one, and then the fact that, you know, speed is, is one of our, um, you know, major pillars within our business. So getting something healthy, fast, uh, and fresh mm-hmm. in, in their hands um, has never been more important. It would be a great way to start the day instead of having that cup of coffee, I guess, right? <laughs> well, here, uh, a little pro tip, the try the coffee one smoothie. You get best of both worlds, Linda. <laughs> oh, nice. We don't have to make any sacrifices then. I love it. <laughs> there you go. So now that we've talked a little bit about the product, let's talk about what that franchise opportunity looks like. Now, Nick, if I don't have any knowledge or history of natural health or I don't know a lot about organic, I don't know what or, or certified organic means, would I still mm-hmm. be a good prospective franchisee for you? Absolutely, Linda. And it's something, you know, we're not looking just for, you know, nutritionists or personal trainers or, or the likes of that. Um, you know, ultimately, you know, within our brand, we want people who are passionate about what we do and we can teach the rest. Um, you know, mm-hmm. through Clean Juice University training, there's a mix between in-store classroom as well as online learning. And uh, I can tell you from personal experience, you walk out of there really surprising yourself with the amount of knowledge that um, you come out with around, you know, health and nutrition and, um, you know, all of the, um, you know, what our products contain and the daily intake of certain vitamins. So uh, I I definitely don't want that to discourage folks. Um, You know, and and really I think that applies to not just clean juice. You know, that's the beauty of franchising is, you know, Mm -hmm. taking people who, um, you know, want to be entrepreneurial, want to be passionate about what they do, and, you know, getting into a system that they really fit well with and ultimately take that in. And the willingness to learn, I think, is, is crucial for that, but anyone can do it. 
So let's talk a little bit more about that training. What does that mm-hmm. look like? I, I know that you talked about being able to take someone with not a lot of knowledge about natural health and bring them up to speed. Tell me of what kind of training you actually offer your franchisees. Yep, and great question. There's really uh, three main components to our training programs. The first and foremost is that Queen Juice University training that I referenced, and it's actually split up across um, 10 days. Um, the first five days are solely focused inside of one of our stores um, with hands-on operational training. Um, it's getting to know um, you know, our products, our recipes, the flow of, of the store, um, but also just ingrain yourself with the team and really pick up those nuggets from an operational standpoint. At the end of the day, very few of our franchise partners come from a quick service restaurant background. Mm-hmm. Um, the second portion of that Clean Juice University training is still has some in-store experience, but is more so around a classroom-type setting in which our franchise partners are getting to have uh, one-on-one time with our chief marketing officer to really you know, walk through building marketing campaigns on you know, digital as well as boots-on-the-ground efforts, uh, meeting with our operations director to look at supply chain in their given area, um, look at training and hiring of employees, um, so really taking an immersive dive and picking the brains of the folks who are kind of steering the ship in their given aspects of the business. Um, and then there's a, a online learning management system that we utilize, which is the second component. Um, we use a platform called Disperse that is utilized for, obviously, new store openings in which the franchise partner and their employees will be going through content that's assigned. Um, and this is a mix of um, you know, learning our recipes, um, learning food safety practices, but also this is where a lot of that um, education around the nutritional components come in. Um, and, and then the third and final aspect of training we call new store opening training. And this is once a franchise partner store is ready to open, they'll actually receive a certified trainer from home office on site for a period of 10 days um, so that they have someone who can work alongside them with their team to make sure that, you know, as we kind of put that final stamp of approval to the community that, hey, we're clean juice and we're ready to serve you, our staff is is prepared, is comfortable, and confident in serving those guests. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about opening a new community, um, how do you help your new franchisees to get into that community? Um, do you help them with networking opportunities, with making those partnerships, how do you help them know how to get the message that, hey, we're open out there? Yeah, great question, Linda. And this is, you know, it, it's funny. We're, we're a young brand, but we've, mm-hmm. we've built a lot of things over a short period of time. And from a marketing standpoint, this is something that, you know, we're really proud of. Our chief marketing officer, Quick Chadwick, who has a background in franchising, ha- has built out what we call a grand opening playbook. And this you know, it really, it honestly starts from day one, as soon as the franchise agreement is signed. And, and the mantra is we want our franchise partners to be the mayor of their five-mile radius around their stores. Mm. Um, mm. You know, so it's looking at 
opportunities within that market, whether it be chamber of commerce, um, you know, headquarters of, uh, you know, large corporations. It's also, you know, looking at, hey, who are the boutique fitness concepts, the schools, the churches, and really, you know, helping our franchise partners not only identify those, but then giving them talk tracks and uh, informational flyers so that they can go and be confident when they're talking with these folks about our brand, about their store leading up to their opening, um, mm-hmm. you know, so that, they really launch with a solid support within their community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that term, to be their, the mayor of their five-mile radius. <laughs> I love that. I just love that. So it's clear that this is a brick and mortar. What does that mm-hmm. um, footprint look like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, we across our stores, about 90% are in-line retail Location. So even, you know, even in the world of fast and, and convenience, we know an inline store works. Uh, that footprint averages about 1,200 square feet. Um, drive-throughs are something that we are incorporating into the brand um, as we continue to grow. Um, those footprints are typically between 15 and 1,700 square feet. Um, ultimately, um, we have stores as little as 700 square feet. We, our architect does a fantastic job of uh, taking what we give them and turning it into a clean juice. Yeah, yeah, that, that is awesome. And so when someone's looking at that square footage, when they're getting ready to move forward with clean juice, about how many employees are you looking um, that is the best to have on the payroll when you get ready to open the doors? Yep, really good question. And Linda, as you can imagine in the climate that we're in, this is a this is a big talking point for our newer franchise yeah. partners. And, you know, from a staffing standpoint, our established stores, you'll typically see a roster somewhere between 13 to 15 employees. And this is, you know, at the end of the day, we are going to be employing some high school, college-age kids. So we want to have a little bit larger roster so that there's flexibility. If, um, if it's homecoming and all of your employees work, or go to one high school, you want to make mm-hmm. sure that you have enough team members so that Saturday night um, we're not having to close down the store early. So, you know, mm-hmm. really that 15 team members is a nice sweet spot. And it's going to be comprised of a general manager. Um, we have shift leaders who um, are kind of the go-to to either open and close the store um, and, and then our um, standard employees are what we call juiceristas, a very fun play on the old, old uh, barista from Starbucks. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. And you're right. That is part of being part of the community is to hire mm-hmm. the school kids, the you know college kids, because they bring their friends in. And all of that is important in feeling like you're totally plugged into the community. So when we're talking about the community, Nick, what is the size of a territory for a single location? Yeah, and great question, Linda. And this is something that, you know, we're a little bit non-traditional in the franchising world in that we actually don't have territory restrictions in our franchise agreement. And it's basically when you boil it down, Clean juice, we are selling a very specific product. When you boil it down, it's an organic green juice. Um, you know, the, the traditional 
territory and radius restrictions within franchising um, are for the pizza joints and burgers and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a haircutting barbershop. And so in those instances, you know, it's, it's something that everybody consumes. And so, you know, how those typically read is, 500,000 population, you can put X number of stores. With clean juice, uh, conversely, we could go into a market with 500,000 people, but if nobody drinks organic green juice, that's not a great fit for our franchise partner. Conversely, we can go somewhere with 100,000 people, and every single one of them are going to be everyday guests. And so Ultimately, it makes our job a little bit harder because it's there's, mm-hmm. it's not that black and white decision. So um, that's where we let kind of the sign of the times lead us in, in data. We actually use an artificial intelligence software that um, tracks cellular data, and we can see consumer spending behavior, traffic patterns, so that when we're looking at growing our brand, we can see not only if a given location is going to support a clean juice for our franchise partner, but we can also track to see any cannibalization of existing stores. Um, Ultimately, the last thing we want to do is take a million-dollar store and turn it into two $500,000 stores. That's um, zero benefit to the franchisor, uh, and we have two extremely upset franchisees. Mm -hmm. You know, and Nick, this is a perfect example of why um, connecting and partnering with a franchise like Clean Juice makes sense because if I want to open Linda's Juice Bar, I may not have the money to invest in that market analysis. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying makes a difference as to whether a location can, or one of the, the factors making uh, makes a difference into whether it's a successful location, right? Absolutely. And that's something that, you know, as we've grown, that just creates more data for us to utilize. Um, you know, we now have 112 locations open across 26 states. Um, and so when we look at our platform uh, for data, we have those 112 locations, all of their sales data, all of their traffic counts, so that when we're vetting new sites, we can see how it ranks in all the many categories that we look for. Um, ultimately, we don't tell our franchise partners that they have to go somewhere. Um, you know, we want them to see a very strong data points. Um, but also, you know, the franchise partner plays a role in the real estate aspect. Nobody knows their you know, community and their area better than them. So it's, it's a hybrid approach of making sure mm-hmm. that the franchise partner is comfortable, it's convenient, they um, you know, feel like it's a strong area, and also the data points uh, to consistencies amongst the other clean juice locations that we know have produced solid results. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you what, Nick, I'm at a point where I need to take a commercial break, but I know that my listeners, and me included, I love stories. So when we come back from commercial, do you happen to have some stories you could share with us? I think I might have have a few, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Well, folks, we're going to be um, taking a real quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to be hearing more about clean juice. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. 
you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Ballesteros here, and we are talking clean juice today. We are talking to Nick Pepitone, and he is the uh, area developer for clean juice uh, for Texas and Louisiana, he and his wife, Megan. So when I broke for commercial break, Nick, I asked if you happen to have some stories you could share with us. Yes, yes. And, you know, Linda, it's funny when, when you ask me that, but, you know, the stories come racing through my head and, you know, thinking of the, the stores that we've opened and the success stories around, you know, growing the business. But I think, you know, the, the one thing, and it's actually a recent uh, story that really hits home for me, and, and ultimately this is, you know, it was one of the things that struck me about Clean Juice. You know, we we are a faith-based company we're not afraid to shy away from it obviously we um we get along with any uh race religions creeds but that's those are our beliefs and one of the things that we do um for our employees every year is we actually have scholarship funds and we issue both educational scholarships as well as mission trip scholarships and i I actually just got back from orlando where we held our national franchise partner convention this year we call it juice jam um which Mm -hmm. as you can imagine we have a lot of fun drink a lot of juice Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but during saturday night we have our juicies awards show and that's when we announce the scholarship winners and um unbeknownst to me actually one of my employees from my store in the woodlands was the recipient of the five thousand dollar mission trip scholarship wow and wow um you know obviously i was blown away um you know she actually um was flying to africa um the following morning at 6 a.m to spend six months spreading the gospel um and so um, it was incredible. And then to top it off, um, we recently brought on Tim Tebow as our national brand ambassador. And oh. Tim actually put together a video in which he directly addressed Clara, uh, my team member. Um, and so it was an incredible um, opportunity to see. Obviously, we run our businesses for profit. We want our franchise partners to be highly successful. They've entrusted our brand and our team to really guide them 
to success, but knowing that there's also things outside of that um, that make it all worthwhile. So um, that that was kind of the overarching one that I, I couldn't let you go without hearing that. I one. love that. I love that. And I did see on your website, I did see someone that looked familiar, and it, and it was Tim Tebow uh, having yep. one of your one of your juices. And so that's that's a great endorsement right there. And I I tell you what I see, Nick, is that. More and more companies, not just franchises, but more and more companies are realizing how important it is to have a built-in give-back model. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's so critical that we step up and in whatever way that we can to do some give-back. So I love the scholarship idea. That's just, that's just awesome. I, I applaud you guys for for building that into your model. Absolutely. So um, we are getting close to the end of the show here. And before we get to those final three questions, Nick, if somebody's going, man, these juices sound awesome. And if Tim's drinking them, (laughs) I think I want them as well. Where would they go to find the nearest location? And if they think, maybe I'd like to have conversation about that franchise opportunity, where would they go to find out information on that as well? Yes, absolutely. And, and, you know, the funny thing, Linda, I would say probably 70% of our franchise partners were guests before they owned their store themselves. Um, so I highly encourage folks, um, you know, whether you're interested in, in the franchising component or not, uh, I know that our product won't disappoint. So you can visit uh, cleanjuice.com and, and go to our locations page to find the, the nearest location to you. Um, in regards to the franchising, um, also on our website we have um, the franchising component, or I'd be happy to speak with you directly. Um, my email address is uh, pretty pretty simple: first first name last name Nick dot Pepitone. That's P E P I T O N E at CleanJuice dot com. And like I said, we'd be more than happy um, to chat with those folks interested. Very good. So we're down to those final three questions here. And the first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Oh, it's um, Linda, there are lots of options in the franchising world, as, I'm, as I know you are aware. Um, and so I think for folks, it's um, – you know, it's identifying and kind of looking inward before looking outward at, you know, ultimately what is, what do they see themselves doing? What do they get excited about? Because that's, you know, the old adage, if you enjoy what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life. Um, You know, finding that. And, And then once into that process, it's, you know, connecting with those individuals and the franchise partners within the system. Um, Because like I said earlier, that's who you're entrusting, um, you know, to help guide you to success. Um, So I think, you know, it's, it's a little bit of inward focus and then, you know, really focusing on the people there there's tons of great options um you know there's no one silver bullet within franchising that is the ultimate success brand i think there's a lot out there ultimately i think it's based on what your interests what your passions are and really refining that down and finding the right brand for you as an individual 
Yeah, I think that's so true. And with, um, as you mentioned, there are so many industries that are embracing that franchise business model that mm-hmm. if anyone has a passion, uh, I could almost guarantee that there is a franchise out there that can help them to tap into their passion. Wouldn't you agree? A hundred percent agree. Yeah. So the second question here is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Who? All right. Um, I, my running joke when I tell people ask me what I do, and I tell them I'm a professional problem solver, um, because that's mm-hmm. really what being a small business and franchise partner is. Um, you know, so I would say, um, you know, folks, you know, who, you know, don't get too high, don't get too low. Um, and understand that, you know, there are going to be, you know, small problems, medium-sized problems, and, and just understanding that, you know, to drive your business forward, it, the buck stops with you. Um, and, and then I'll go back to kind of my, my previous answer. It's, you know, being passionate about whatever business you're getting into. Um, you know, it's you can hire people to run businesses. You might not like where they run them to, um, and so, you know, making sure that passion is there so that, you know, if, you know, you have to step into the business or as you're overseeing things, it's something you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important. And I believe that this pandemic, and I, I'd say the pandemic created a, a pause for all of us. So for many of those that were in the corporate world, um, that mm-hmm. pause has given them that ch- that opportunity to say, what am I passionate about? What is yep. important to me? And I think that's where we're finding so many people turning to that franchise business model is that um, that person that was sitting at home and realized, you know, I'm not missing the two-hour commute every day. <laughs> So, yeah, and, and I've been there, and you and Megan, have, you said that you came out of corporate, and so you know yep. what I'm talking about when sometimes that quality of not sitting in the car or sitting on a, um, a bus for two hours um, makes a big difference. So that's really important, absolutely. Absolutely. So that final question here, Nick, is, what does the future of franchising look like? Ooh, um, bright. And, and I think it ties to, you know, Linda, what you were just talking about. I think, you know, over the past 18 months, if you look at, um, you know, the major technology companies in this, in this um, you know, country, as well as the major retailers, they've really leapfrogged five years of growth within 18 months. And I think the franchising industry is right there alongside them because of what you talked about. Um, you know, folks who have the talent and have the internal drive and, and that entrepreneurial spirit are probably for the first time in their lives having the ability to slow down a bit um, and start to recognize that, you know, hey, what I'm doing right now, whether it be from a just a, an enjoyment standpoint, a financial standpoint, whatever that might be, they're seeing that there's other things out there. And I think, you know, that is uh, really going to be a great injection into the franchising industry of folks who are, are wanting to go out on their own, um, you know, looking for brands that they can, you know, jump on with and, and really – 
you know, drive the businesses forward. And, and I can, you know, tell you that the conversations that I have on a daily basis um, with folks, um, you know, especially over the last six to nine months have been incredible and in hearing their stories of, you know, their realization and their excitement of, you know, going out on their own. I, I think that's only going to continue um, you know, and especially uh, as, you know, the suburban areas are, are growing, um, folks, folks want to be independent entrepreneurial, and I think franchising is, is going to blossom uh, over the next three to five years. Yes, I would have to agree as well. Um, you know, I am a baby boomer, so I came out of the generation where you just stayed until you either yep. got the watch or you died, you know. And yeah, so, exactly. uh, but I, the generations after that, uh, I don't believe they buy into that same model, and I'm really proud that they don't. Um, they are much braver than I ever was in my 30 years in banking. So <laughs> I believe that is going to actually help to drive these um, future entrepreneurs, these future uh, franchisees into expanding and owning their own business. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So we are down to the end of the show, Nick. So one more time, if someone wants more information about Clean Juice or that Clean Juice franchise opportunity, where would someone go to find that? Absolutely. Our website, cleanjuice.com. Uh, and then my personal email address, and again, would be happy to uh, connect with any folks interested, is nick, N-I-C-K, dot pepitone, that's P-E-P-I-T-O-N-E, at cleanjuice.com. Wonderful. Nick, again, thanks so much for being on the show. I'm sorry we had some technical problems with Megan. I will bring her back by herself, and she can do yes, the show absolutely. with me. Because I want her to talk to those, those mamas that are trying to keep their energy up and maybe those women yep. that are having those cravings as um, pregnant moms. So uh, thanks again for being on the show today, Nick. Absolutely, Linda. I appreciate the opportunity. It was a pleasure. And you definitely need to get Megan on. Uh, she is by far my better half. Um, and, and I would be remiss <laughs> I if it. I didn't say today is actually our ninth uh, wedding anniversary. So, oh, congratulations. Um, congratulations. Yes, thank you. Thank you. So awesome. I, if you would have told exciting. us, we would have been... If you would have told us we would have been celebrating drinking organic juices, uh, we probably would have laughed at you five yeah. years ago. So yeah. you never yeah. know what the And here is. you are. And here you are. That's <laughs> awesome. Thanks again, Nick. I appreciate it. And happy anniversary. Thanks, Linda. You have a great day. Very good. So, folks, you know, this is just um, an example of what I've said all along, that franchising is no longer burgers and fries, right? So if you have an interest, in maybe healthy eating, you have an interest in what it what, how you can better feed your children. How, instead of running down to uh, get them an ice cream, maybe look at other options. And then maybe you want to look at the franchise opportunity with that option as well, because the way I always see it, if I'm looking for it and I can't find it, other people are looking for it and can't find it. So it's your responsibility to kind of help them find that. 
As always, I'm going to leave you with a quote. This is by an unknown. Uh, It goes like this. Every human being is the author of their own health and disease. So I'm not saying that clean juice will reduce disease, but it will make you healthier. You might check into that. Thanks again, folks, for being with me on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.